G'day, this is Mark Pesci, and welcome to the 18th episode of Series 7 of This Week in Startups Australia. Scaling is the hardest task facing a startup entrepreneur. It's harder than getting started, harder than getting to an MVP, harder than getting investment. Scaling is hard. But there are any number of startups who have scaled successfully, including a few that have already been on Twista, such as Canva, Envato, Catapult, and Airtasker. What can we learn from their successes in scaling? That's our theme for Series 7. In this episode, we'll do a deep dive into a Brisbane creative tech startup that's disrupting the old-fashioned business of video. Can you take an industry that's still very hands-on, still wholly human scale, and make a rapid-growth SaaS business out of it? We'll have a go on this episode of This Week in Startups Australia. This Week in Startups Australia is sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Are you a small business looking to streamline costs on shipping and postage? Simplify and save with SendPro Plus from Pitney Bowes and receive a $200 credit toward your parcel shipping costs. Terms and conditions apply. Visit them online at pitneybowes.com au slash twista. This Week in Startups Australia is also sponsored by the University of Technology, Sydney, driving the next generation of entrepreneurs. UTS is equipping a new breed of startup founders by inspiring students to launch their own venture and build the foundation for a successful career. To find out more about entrepreneurship at UTS and the UTS Startups program, go to startups.uts.edu.au. I write and produce two podcasts, This Week in Startups Australia and The Next Billion Seconds. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy the work of preparing and writing and recording and producing all these shows. But it's a lot of work. And even with the help of my audio engineer, Luke Station, and he makes the sound of the show very good and very clean. Not that you'd know this unless you make your own podcast. And this is not a complaint. Far from it because I would like to do a lot more with the podcast. People are always asking me whether I would consider making a video version of the podcast. It sounds like a no-brainer. And Jason Calacanis does this for This Week in Startups, which is the parent of this show. He always has full cameras on his guests, and they all do it, and they release every episode not just as a podcast, but on YouTube and all of this stuff. It just isn't that easy. Now, I spent a few years teaching at film schools. I I came to Australia to teach at the Australian Film, Television, and Radio School. It's a national film school. I've worked with folks who make film and TV, and it is not easy to do well. You have to be across a lot of details. Things that you never consider when you're making a podcast become very important when you're shooting video, makeup, lighting, set design, camera angles. And that's just the production part. The post-production is a whole other thing with video editing and grading and sound design and title design and on and on and on. So my answer 
When people ask why I'm not doing a video version of this podcast, I tell them that video, to do it well, involves 10 times as much work and expense as audio production. So it can be done if you have the resources, but it's never easy, it's never cheap. At least that's the way it used to be. There's a startup working very hard to change that, Wrapped. Ryan Miller is the co-founder and CEO of Wrapped. Ryan, welcome to This Week in Startups Australia. Thanks very much for having me, mate. It's great to be here. All right, so what is Wrapped doing to take this big, expensive, difficult process and make it cheap, fast, easy? It's definitely focused in on, obviously, technology. Um, smartphones already have the capability for very high-quality video recording. You use that for docos, short films. People in the industry are using that. It's not that the phone itself is no good. It's obviously the things around it and the user, which is the limiting factor there. So Wrapped is a video production platform that tries to combine a lot of these elements together to essentially enable people to shoot video within sort of 24 hours with not a lot of experience and it only costs around sort of 90 to $200 per video. Um, that's obviously a lot different to the, uh, the traditional model. It's kind of unheard of basically to be able to do that. Well, I know from just hiring a cinematographer to shoot some of my own videos that just bringing a cinematographer in, that's $500 and that's for sort of an hour, two hours work. If it's more than that, if it's half a day, that's about $1,000. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so my existing business, we have a video content agency and um, obviously producing a lot of this professional brand content. So you're across all of these costs. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And our customers were saying, look, you guys do great quality work. It's expensive and it takes a while though. And I have this need now for so much other content uh, for marketing internal and it's just not feasible basically to get you guys in. What can you do about that? Right. And I mean, it's this thing because we're entering a video age. Everyone's consuming video on their mobile. The demand for video is skyrocketing. So we now have, I guess, a market mismatch where there's an enormous pent up demand. So there's an enormous draw for video, but the capacity to be able to produce video is fixed because it's very human and it's very expensive. So how does Wrapped take that process and then I guess, does it automate that? How does it actually do that magic? Yeah, so we, we provide people with a film kit um, to begin with, which obviously gives people uh, tripod light and some lenses and microphones, which mm -hmm. basically gets you the right quality video. Okay. Um, our app then guides them through the filmmaking process. So, so, so you'll be well lit and you won't sound like you're at the bottom of a well. which Exactly, and, or a and, toilet is what it usually sounds like when you use the phone mic. And, and one of the first things that you learn at film school is that, in fact, sound is more important than a pretty picture because yep. sound is the thing that will drive a viewer paradoxically will drive a viewer crazy first absolutely yeah yeah that's yeah. what that's what we in film school as well it yes. was just uh you watch the vcr and basically <laughs> as soon as the picture go fuzzy that's fine but then as soon as you hear you heard the sound go squeaky you turn it off so see, I, I tell people in the kit if you use nothing use the lapel mic um, and your videos will skyrocket in quality so mm -hmm. yeah that's the point of the kit is essentially to get that footage into a broadcast quality standard Okay. All right. So you, in some sense, I guess what you've done is you've, you've, you've automated the client process by giving them the tools they need to give you a reason, a good enough video, I guess we should call it, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So obviously that's the, the technical quality side. Yeah. Uh, the other aspect of, is obviously the user's ability to understand how to put a video together. And that's actually the huge challenge with Wrapped. Um, it's how do we educate and give the person enough knowledge to sort of put together what they want. And that's what the point of the app is. So they can actually follow through a bit of a guided template to make all different types of videos. And that's where we can give them the knowledge of here's how you should frame this shot. 
here's uh, what kind of shots you might want to think about, and here's how you overall structure a video. So that's actually, I think, the benefit of the app, not so much you've got some controls over how to shoot better quality video. It's actually education. So it's almost like a bit of a film school in an app then. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. A bit of a film director in your pocket. Um, yeah. That's sort of how, yeah. And a, a lot of customers really do enjoy that with it is that, they're fairly apprehensive if they've never done video before. It's a it's a bit of a, a learning curve. Um, so the app takes a lot of that sort of um, hesitation out of it. So how much training do you feel your customer you're asking your customers to do? You know, with most SaaS services, actually, this is not necessarily true if you're using Salesforce. This is an enormous learning curve yeah. associated with Salesforce, and you have to build all this custom stuff. Many SaaS tools like zero you just open it up and you start working if you know how to use an accounting package so where are you on this continuum between something that's just you know open it up and use it versus something where you kind of have to do everything yourself and how do you take a customer on that journey yeah that is uh what we're facing right now as the the hard part is the onboarding essentially it's Mm -hmm. not as easy as i guess just open the app and start shooting um there is a lot, especially because this is a business solution. So we try and there is a physical element for us to understand the customer's needs. And we we provide that account management service to basically uh, figure out what sort of videos they want to make, what sort of experience they have and what sort of training and support they need. Uh, having said that, we're doing a lot in the space to automate as much of that as possible. Obviously, onboarding courses um, and videos is already available for customers, but having a person there we found actually really helps people, and uh, at least to get the first one or two done, right. and then they're off and running. So, so but the, but there's a scaling issue there because that will work for a number of businesses, but if you start onboarding hundreds or thousands of yeah. clients, yep. that that ends up being something you you're going to be running around or you're, or you're going to need a lot of staff for. Yeah. So in the, in the interim, it's fine, obviously, because we're, we're launching and growing it kind of organically at the moment. Um, however, long-term it's, we're building a self-serve platform so that mm-hmm. you could see an ad, you can read it in a blog, go, yep, I'd like to get started with video, sign up for an account and basically it'll walk you through the process. So much like a lot of the other marketing tools that you have available now where you can self-serve, uh, WordPress, MailChimp, uh, Canva, you obviously sign up and then the whole thing goes through the process and you can pretty much learn at your own pace. So that's what we're building into Wrapped. Okay. So you've built these all of these pieces around an app. You've built, you have all of this kit that sits around the app. You now have a client who has a story to tell. Do they know how to tell a story? Because that's always one of the things as well. Like marketing might have a message, but do they know how to, do they know how to tell a story with that, a visual story? Yeah, no, not not at all. Usually, unless you've done video before, it's uh, it's a lot different to just sort of writing a speech or writing a blog article. And so that's part of that onboarding process is we actually not just teach them how to use the kit, not just how to use the app, but also how to how to basically break a video down. Um, and that's also what we can build inside the app for people. So we can actually give them a, an interactive storyboard to follow, which right. basically gives them, you need to get five interview shots, a bunch of B-rolls, some cutaway, um, and then you'd want to structure it in this sort of a way so that's that knowledge i guess piece in the app and and so when they're going through the app are they basically is it almost like a checklist yes i have that shot i don't have this shot so i need to go get this shot and i don't have that b-roll but i have this b-roll yeah exactly it's um it's very i kind of liken it a little bit to choosing a wordplace uh wordpress template Mm -hmm. where you've got something to begin with and Mm -hmm. then you can chop and change and customize it add and delete so that's sort of how we start with video we sort of customers can pick a reference i want to make something like this and then it'll give them all the shots that they need 
And then obviously they can customize and chop and change as they need. Uh, so, you know, because I'm thinking of this also when it comes to sort of news reports, right? Like there's the standard one minute report or two minute reports. And there's kind of an order things go in with where the B-roll goes. And when it goes back to the reporter at camera yeah. and all of that. So it's similar to that, but for different kinds of storytelling. Yeah, most businesses um, are producing a fairly similar format. It's either a social video, maybe it's product videos, promos, testimonials, internal comms, mm. uh, education, CEO updates. It's kind of unlimited in terms of once you know how to make a video, you can make all videos. Right. It's sort of the same format. So usually once people know how to follow a template for that first one or two, then they just go away and start creating their own because they understand the, the format of how a video is put together. So, I mean, in this really interesting sense, Wrapped is also then an empowering tool because it gives people not just the ability to make specific videos, but it gives them a more general ability to do visual storytelling in a way that they couldn't before. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the really cool part, part about it is it's not, um, it's a bit of technology that's great, but it's actually the learning and the empowerment of, of a person who's actually using it. Right. And so many people are creative, but in their business jobs, they don't get to express that. But with Wrapped, it's, uh, you can see, I've seen people really get a lot of enjoyment out of being creative. Okay. So I have now used the app. I've got all of my pieces put together. Do I press a button and then it goes off to you? How does it, what happens at that point? How do I get a, a video back? Yeah, you can hit send, give us a bit of a brief about what you'd like in the video. It comes through to our professional editing team. Uh, we do all the editing, including music, color grading, graphics, um, titles, and then we send you the review back. Um, so that's still a very human part of the business then. There's all humans doing all this, no no real automation in any of Not that. at this point, no. Um, there is on the roadmap uh, a small piece of automation for some of the more basic videos mm -hmm. um, that don't really require um, creative editing, which is obviously still a, a very human thing, yes. um, as opposed to more file manipulation, stitching, kind of putting stuff together. Yeah. So that's an automation piece that we're definitely will provide, but at the, for the most part, it's all still human because there is that, that creative element to the editing. Right. But on the other hand, it's also not coming in as a package, right? It's like, here's all the pieces. And so for the people who are doing the editing, they get to focus on the creative task, which is putting the pieces together as opposed to going and finding all the pieces and sourcing all of this and all of yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that, that's the main cost in videos essentially is the old traditional model is you go out and shoot and obviously you give the editor two hours worth of footage, they go through it all that's where your cost uh, comes in. So using the app, you're almost editing as you film in a lot of the ways. And so that's how we can provide a, a much lower cost uh, solution to the market. You're listening to This Week at Startups Australia. We will be right back. Are you a small business or small e-tailer looking for better ways to streamline costs and improve efficiency? Introducing SendPro Plus from Pitney Bowes, the complete office sending solution that makes it easy for small businesses and e-tailers to consistently choose the right sending option for each parcel or letter. SendPro Plus provides shipping options and prices, prints labels, and tracks parcels. An integrated accurate scale helps assign the correct parcel, label, or postage. SendPro Plus makes sending simple with automatic rate updates and a shared address book across available carriers. Pitney Bowes brings shipping, mailing, and tracking capabilities to businesses looking to simplify their shipping and mailing while reducing costs. Simplify and save with SendPro Plus today and receive a $200 credit toward your parcel shipping costs. Terms and conditions apply. To learn more, visit pitneybows.com slash au slash twista. 
Welcome back to This Week in Stripes Australia. We're talking to Ryan Miller, co-founder and CEO of Wrapped. Now, how old is Wrapped? We've been working on Wrapped for about four years. Wow. Um, okay. So, yeah, the initial concept came from our existing business. Uh, we spent about two years developing an MVP and just really mucking around with customers to see what they wanted from mm-hmm. this. Um, we've teamed up with a, uh, digital agency who the other two co-founders in the business who essentially brought all the tech and design, um, expertise to build the product. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably 12 months ago, we released a paid beta version and had probably 20 or so customers in Brisbane, just within our current network using it. And then in June this year, we've publicly put it out there into the market. So you are also, I mean, because you have a video production firm, you are, disrupting yourself in a fundamental way. So have you seen an erosion in the video production business because you can give them wraps to do their work? Are you seeing this happen? Is Are other firms in Brisbane seeing this happen? No, not really. Um, I think that the sort of content that Wrapped is able to produce is actually the sort of stuff that we didn't want to do anyway from a video content agency. Because it just wasn't, wasn't that interesting, not, not that much money. Yeah, exactly. And it is the sort of thing that really you should be able to do on your own. You should be able to get your phone out and make that sort of content. And a lot of that um, content... Well, I mean, I think in theory that sounds fine, but in practice, people don't know how, right? No, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, But to get a film crew out there just didn't really seem feasible for Mm. a lot of this stuff. Mm. And uh, yeah, I definitely think it's one of those things that once you know that it's possible and you've done it once, it becomes a lot more applicable and you start to use video in places that were never before possible. Uh, We'd never go out and get the work because it was it was always going to be time or cost prohibitive. So is that then the sort of the bigger game for Wrapped is that it grows the market for video production a thousand X because you've lowered the barriers to people being able to make it on the device they're already carrying around with them and the tools they're already having inside their heads? Yeah, absolutely. It's the same as every other marketing space that's been disrupted by some sort of technology that's digital in terms of websites. Web designers still have plenty of work because there's a limitation to being able to do it yourself. You want to hire a person for the creativity and their expertise. And obviously someone that's been to film school is going to be able to do a much better job of um, telling your story than if you if you've never been to film school so mm. there's definitely a need and we work in tandem with a lot of our clients they come to our existing video production business to get all the high-end brand and commercial creative stuff done but then obviously they use rap to produce a lot of this content that you'd never uh, produce uh, because of the time and cost involved in it how does rap go from where we are today which is where almost all of the world is doing the high-end fairly expensive video production to a world where there's a hundred or a thousand times more video production going on, but 90% of that is happening in wrapped because presumably this is where you're going, right? How, how do you make that transition? How do you grow into that? What, what are the road, uh, what's the road along the way to that? At the moment, we're self-funded. We obviously had the uh, advantage of starting with two existing businesses mm-hmm. that provided us with a lot of time and um, resource to build this. Um, However, we're definitely at the point now where we are seeking um, some investment opportunities, not just around capital, but then also around the networks and the, um, the knowledge, I guess, that obviously VCs or um, any of those other investment firms can provide because I think that's the challenge for us is growing organically is going to be a bit of a long road and we need to get the, the amount of volume and users out there. How do you describe yourself? Because a venture capitalist understands a SaaS business really well. 
you're not quite a SaaS business. You have some aspects that are a SaaS business and some aspects that are still very much hands-on people doing things. So how do you describe yourself when you're talking to an investor who they generally want to see things that they've seen before? Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one because uh, the challenge with video is to integrate these things. Mm. That's why no one's done this before is mm. because it's a very hard thing to tackle. You need people, technology, and creativity. Uh, so our business model is actually a hardware, software, and solution. Mm-hmm. So people obviously, there's the labor involved with the editing. Um, there's the hardware cost, but there is actually a SaaS product involved as well, mm. um, which is essentially a cloud video library. And so clients can actually pay for that um, service to have that. So yeah, the way we describe it is very much an integrated model where clients and consumers can actually pick and choose and scale the solution to meet their needs. Okay, so I, I mean, I can see that. I, I can also see that a venture capitalist would say, I haven't seen something like this before. Do we have other examples of businesses that have been successful with this kind of sort of, I guess, diverse, diverse stream of revenue coming in? I think definitely in other industries, um, there's probably a lot of examples. Nothing comes to mind in terms of exactly like this in that um, the hardware for us is probably not the focus. Um, That's just an enabling tool. Um, Definitely we're positioning more as a platform as opposed to a service. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more about that cloud account that people have that has all the knowledge. The phone itself, to be honest, is just a collection tool. You'll actually be able to do a lot of this stuff inside the cloud from your desktop. And then the editing um, is more or less just an overflow thing a lot of the time as well for some customers. So some customers may want to edit themselves. They can definitely still use RAP to do that. They don't have to send it to us. So for our play um, globally and scalability wise is more around the platform uh, that Wrapped enables people to do. Will you also be working then with sort of third parties who will maybe you'll be able to partner with to be able to do editing? I mean, is that part of the strategy for you so that you don't necessarily have to focus entirely on growing staff to be able to handle the whole editing load, but that if there's someone local that they'll be able to go to around that? Because then it becomes more of almost a marketplace model. Yeah, we're sort of straying away from a, 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 a marketplace where it's completely random who's editing your mm. videos. Mm. We've built a lot of um, editing workflows and software in the back end that actually allows us to be able to um, use decentralized editors. So anyone can edit from anywhere. They don't have to physically be in our building and we don't have to physically um, hire them. Um, they're paid on a contract basis, basically. So that allows us to scale it globally. It is a marketplace. Okay, however, so wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you just described a whole other big technical innovation there, which is the distributed editing platform. So yes, your customers have this distributed creation platform, but on the back end, you have a distribute, and you didn't mention this, and it wouldn't necessarily be visible by anyone who is using Wrapped as a tool. Is this your secret sauce over here that we're talking about? Is this the thing that actually allows you to scale when you get lots of editing work coming in? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's that Wrapped Cloud product, essentially. That right. it, It's in a beta release at the moment, so customers aren't paying for this, but right. that's obviously what the customers see, but it's actually also the thing that powers the entire business to run um, because this platform is how editors log in, grab the footage. They obviously, it's it's their workflow. There's obviously a lot of tools in there that we've built that streamlines their work. So as you said before, actually about such as getting the footage and having to set it all up, we take away all of that with a lot of automation. Mm -hmm. So editors are actually just jumping in, doing the good creative stuff, which is telling the story, not file management and that sort of thing. So yeah, that's the power of the 
the the operational process behind it all. All right. So this is, I mean, then there are really two stories here. There's a customer-facing story, which is that it's making it possible for me to edit and create story videos cheaply. But then from the back end, in order to make that work, you've had to build out a cloud, cloud framework that allows cloud-based video editing yes. in, in, in a different yeah. way. This is starting to now get into the area where Adobe has been making some movements, right, with Adobe Cloud. Do you see them as a competitor? They're a 900-pound gorilla. Do you do you worry about them coming in and sort of sucking away your market somehow? No, they originally, well, just recently they released a product called Adobe Rush, which is obviously that uh, low-end kind of um, entry level into video editing and, I guess, production. But the one thing that we found with customers is they don't want to do the editing. They really don't. Right. Um, it's too technical. There is a steeper learning curve. Yeah. It's very easy just to get your phone out and film. People are familiar with that. So um, the Adobe kind of software stuff is still geared to that next level up around, I actually want to learn editing. I'll go and yeah. use the Adobe Rush software or I'll use Premiere. So that's not really our focus or we're not really concerned about that. Um, and we're, we're fairly open and flexible. It's more about empowering people to use video. And so if we're not the best platform to do that, then we're not doing a job, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you have the cloud platform behind the scenes. You have the customer education in front here. How, uh, uh, let me come back to this question. How do you, you get, let's say you get investment. Are you already selling the product internationally or is it only being sold in Australia right now? Right now, it's actually very small kind of um, word of mouth and referral um, based in Brisbane. So and we do have some international customers, but um, that's mainly just through a personal network. So, uh, Is that something that's on your roadmap? Because there's nothing about this product that isn't inherently international or global from day one, right? No, not really. Um, it's definitely, it's all decentralized. Yeah. Um, for, for us, it's, I think, scaling there's the financial aspect to it, but then there's also uh, operationally, um, how do we, we don't want to shove a lot down the pipe and yeah. try and scale quickly and early um, when we probably want to tweak a few more things before just kind of going really, really big with it. Um, and so I think that's more important than just rushing out to get lots of customers. Growing well is always much better than growing fast because any company that's grown fast over growing well has has absolutely lived to regret it. Ryan, thank you very much for joining us in This Week in Startups Australia. Thanks a lot, mate. It's been a pleasure. Startups are crucial to the economy and the future of work in Australia. That's why entrepreneurship is at the heart of the student experience at the University of Technology, Sydney. Through UTS Startups, students are turning their ideas into businesses, solving problems and creating new jobs. UTS Startups is now home to more than 300 student-launched startups, powering a hugely diverse entrepreneurial community of 700 people. Working side-by-side -side with industry partners, UTS connects thousands of talented students to the startup ecosystem through their startup internship program. The UTS Inner City Campus is also uniquely positioned in Sydney's thriving tech precinct to be the catalyst for the startup community. Join them on the journey building Australia's largest community of student entrepreneurs. Go to startups.uts.edu.au to find out more.
The smartest businesses are the ones that know that they need to disrupt themselves. Ryan Miller has a very comfortable, very profitable video production agency, but he could see that digital technologies were going to make it possible to both dramatically grow the number of customers that he could have and also dramatically cut the costs for every one of those customers. But in order to do that, he had to build an infrastructure both for the clients and for himself that would enable them to be able to work at speeds and scale that they'd never had before. And to do that took four years of investment. They're really only just starting to go now. But if they get going, and if they do manage to transform video production, then really all of the ways that we make video in the future will come out of what Ryan and Rapt have already created. And in the wake of that, his original video production business, which is very high-end, very professional, it might still exist, but it's probably not going to grow that much because almost all the rest of the market will be going to the new market and the new category that Rapt has created. Big thanks to Twisted sponsors Pitney Bowes and UTS Startups. Their support makes our podcast possible. Thanks to the studio at Wynyard Green for providing the amazing facility where we record this week in Startups Australia. It's the place for creative tech. Find out more at thestudio.org.au. Thanks to Ryan Miller for making the time to come on to our show. Thanks to audio engineer Luke Station. Luke edits this podcast. He's the reason it sounds so clean. Check out his YouTube channel under his name, Luke Station. Last year, we rebuilt and relaunched our website at twistartupsaus.com. It's got everything. It's got all the shows, all the interviews, all the photos, and all the links to all the stories. So check it out at twistartupsaus.com. We'll be back in a fortnight with a special episode recorded live at UTS Startups. Twister will be in conversation with two amazing entrepreneurs, each running their own outstanding and rapidly scaling startup. Until then, this is Mark Pesci thanking you for listening to This Week in Startups Australia. 